Welcome to the Green Tech Podcast Series featuring Samantha Pfau. This series is an exploration in awareness and solutions using green technology to help heal our planet. Hello, this is Samantha Jewel Pfau, environmental activist and author of Be Decent Environmental Activism 2.0 coming to you with the last episode in our series, Be Decent, the Green Tech Podcast. And I want to start this one off with a sense that I think we can all relate to. And that is not liking being lied to. Gosh, it just really gets under my skin. Even little white lies. I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. And you know, it's even worse when the lies are really big ones, of course. And I'll tell you what, one of the biggest lies that we are being told over and over is with respect to the relationship between the economy and the environment. To me, it's truly puzzling. Um, For some reason, well, More accurately, one reason in particular, and that is financial gain, right? Money. Certain people within our centralized political and economic leadership continuously insist that environmental protection is bad for the economy. I recently published a blog article uh, identifying the top 10 climate deniers that are still at the top of our leadership, um, or at least were at the time prior to the change in administration. Um, There are over a hundred people within our political and economic systems at the very top uh, that have gone on record denying climate change, and uh, they continue to insist that environmental protection is bad for the economy. It blows my mind because nothing could be further from the truth. We rely on the earth and its natural systems for trillions of dollars worth of economic services every year. Literally billions of dollars worth of benefits every day. If we allow unregulated economic activity to destroy these natural systems, we will not be able to replace them. We would simply not have the resources necessary to survive, nevertheless grow. Um, This is the conceptual baseline for countless pieces of fiction related to post-apocalyptic reality. For an entire generation, we have been trying to support economic growth by passing fiscal and monetary policies like reducing taxes and providing financial incentives for certain market activities. And for the most part, these policies have gone to benefit the richest people in our economies, the people at the top, the so-called 1%, which believe it or not has its own 1%. The 1% of the 1% controls uh, a substantial part of, of a substantial amount of the world economy. 
in and of itself. It's approximately equivalent to the population of Wichita, Kansas <laughs> supports or uh, is, is uh, in control of uh, a, a measurable percentage of the entire world economy. It's pretty crazy. Um, but at the same time, many of the businesses that these people are running that contributes to their massive wealth are also contributing the lion's share of pollution. They are responsible for massive climatological impacts. They are pushing biodiversity loss to the point of mass extinction. And they are involved in, in other environmental problems. As if this isn't enough already, these people are typically out there asking for more. Uh, polluters are constantly lobbying our political leadership to slash industry regulations. Timber, oil, energy, fossil fuels, um, all of these organizations uh, really do what they can to prevent environmental protections from moving for forward. They do this with money through uh, political donations, and they also do it through misinformation. They do it by spouting lies and nonsense about the relationship between the economy and the environment. It's awful. The truth of the matter is America has risen to the top of the world economy thanks towards our constant momentum towards innovation. There is no economic growth stimulator quite like inventing something the world has never seen before. However, this momentum is slowing. As a result, the economy that millennials, my generation, and Gen Zers, the people coming behind us, are inheriting is not great. Our childhoods and early adulthoods were defined by the Great Recession. It was the biggest economic downturn our nation has experienced since our great-grandparents were standing out in soup lines. It's a tough road to hoe. And why is this all happening? Um, that's a larger discussion, but let's just call it gross mismanagement <laughs> and focus more specifically on the topic of the day, sustainable economic growth, the reality of having an economy that works well with the environment um, and overcoming the lie that uh, environmental protection and economic well-being are choices that we have to make one or the other. Let's set the record straight. Environmental protection and economic well-being go hand in hand. The growing marketplace for green technology stands out as an example of how we can create jobs, expand infrastructure, improve economic opportunity, and conserve valuable economic resources all at the same time. So as we deploy more decent tech, more decentralized technology to solve our worst environmental problems, we're also going to be creating a more prosperous economy. So how prosperous? Well, I can tell you the biggest names in tech, big tech, Google, Microsoft, IBM, they're working hard to develop to decent tech. Um, these solutions are 
big money technologies that are helping solve climate change. They are curbing and preventing pollution. They are protecting vital ecosystems. So without a doubt, green tech is big money. The people who support these projects clearly care about the impacts of their actions, but it's also safe to assume uh, it's also safe to assume that they are not just supporting decent tech because they care about the environment. They're doing it for the profit. Um, artificial intelligence for environmental applications, that one tiny, tiny, tiny market seg segment, will contribute up to $5.2 trillion to the global economy by 2030. It will also produce an estimated 38.2 million new jobs while also wiping out the same amount of greenhouse gases that are currently being emitted by Australia, Canada, and Japan combined. Just AI for the environment. The potential applications for blockchain innovations are so vast that estimating the economic value of blockchain technology is nearly impossible. But anyone who has followed the value of Bitcoin, which has in achieved uh, astronomical market capitalization, uh, could probably draw the parallel between the potential for blockchain technology, the decent tech, to disrupt environmental markets in the same way that Bitcoin is out there disrupting financial markets. Like blockchain, there is a wide variety of innovation of innovations that make up the Internet of Things, right? The IoT, all the little devices that we have. As of 2015, Researchers have estimated that the devices in the Internet of Things will be adding between $3.9 and $11.1 trillion to our economy every year. Uh, this is starting soon. I, you know, the estimate for these benefits is, you know, the, the clock starts ticking 2025 for the times that we're going to be able to capture all this. So unlike the policies that tend to benefit the wealthy, uh, such as another vicious lie that many of us know as the quote-unquote theory of trickle-down economics, <laughs> right? Consumers will actually be capturing the vast majority of the economic benefits from decent tech. Uh, the same is true for developing countries who will be able to have new opportunities for uh, leapfrogging, which is an uh, interesting economic phrase they teach you in the textbooks that basically... Uh, results from a technology eliminating the need for expensive infrastructure, right? So, you know, as soon as you have solar panels, you don't have to build nuclear power plants anymore. It saves you a bunch of money, right? So developing countries will really capture many, 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 many trillions of dollars of benefit from a decent economy, a sustainable economy. And, uh, you know, just like all of the information I have shared in this podcast, I hope that everyone listening is able to use these facts to discover their own path towards environmental empowerment with problems that are so large that exist literally on a planetary scale 
it's hard to even know where to start. So here's a suggestion. Use the power of the technology that's already at your fingertips to increase environmental awareness within your own community. Capture and share environmental information within your own network. This is what it means to be an environmental advocate in the age of activism 2.0. And for those of us who are more inclined to engage with more advanced decentralized technologies, things like blockchain, the decentralized internet, artificial intelligence applications, the internet of things, stuff like that, know that we may actually hold the keys to solving our biggest environmental problems. Remember, we can save our planet with the power of decentralized technology. All we have to do is be decent. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you are interested in this topic, being decent uh, with decent tech, check out my book, Be Decent, Environmental Activism 2.0. It is a great read and also really authoritative and exhaustive resource for all things decent tech, green technologies for environmental protection that uh, are not limited by centralized control and infrastructure. Thanks for listening. It's been a sincere pleasure. Talk soon.